Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi there, Douglas Mellard. Hey, Doug Benson. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, pretty, pretty great. Got that booster shot, so feeling good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you're all shot up. Yep. Shut up! Well, I don't know the status of the uh, gentleman joining us today, but I do know that he's a comedy historian and a comedian. His name is Wayne Fetterman. Yeah. Have we ever had a Wayne on the show? I think this is the first Wayne. Because that's an interesting name. Definitely. I love the show Wayne on uh, Prime. (laughs) In Wayne's world. Not as much, but okay. (laughs) Anyway, Wayne uh, plays piano while I don't sing sometimes at the improv here in L.A. He just comes up on stage and uh, plays the piano while I do my set. And, uh, you know, like it's almost like I send out a Wayne signal when I when I want him to come do that. He uh, he sees it and comes running. What's a Wayne signal look like? Just a big W? I guess so, but then uh, then you might have like Weezer might show up. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to work. All right. Apologies to our guest, but I'm just going to open on a technical note. I could hear the theme song this time. How about you, Doug? Same. Yeah, I heard it. Oh, okay. Uh, welcome, Wayne Fetterman. Hey, Wayne. I also heard the theme song. Is this a big day for you guys? Well, it's, <laughs> uh, it's been a it's been a weird road. Like uh, one particular week, I couldn't hear the theme song. Another week, uh, both Dougs couldn't hear the theme song. And then um, today, it's all back to uh, good and normal and. Probably nothing was changed at any point. Who did it's the just, vocals for uh, that thing? Who does the vocals for it? That is a, a gentleman uh, Jack Black? by the name Jack- of... <laughs> oh, I should say that. Okay. It's Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. And his daughter... Uh, Pitch. Velvet. No. What? What's his daughter's name? Pitch. That's all it was. Is, is that a joke name? It's ridiculous. It was off the top of my head. What can I say? It's not going to no, be a gem. I, I get it though, because you would, you would, as soon as you're saying Jack Black's kid, you know that his kids probably don't have quote unquote normal names. Right. Pitch Black would be a great name, right? Oh my God. Yeah. But I think, I think his kid that you're talking about is the name Pitch. I think it's named Lightning. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Doug, do you know? 
I do not know the name. <laughs> uh, it's so, it's so sad too, because I, I went to, um, he's got, I, I think he has multiple children and, but I ran into him at a, uh, screening where I was not only ran into him, but was sitting right next to him. And he, uh, introduced me to his, uh, son, uh, who was there with him. But, uh, now I can't remember what yeah, his son's terrible. name was. <laughs> it was, you know, we had to, the end to leave your masks on. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm bad enough at small talk and getting people's names, but then throw masks over everybody's faces. And I'm just like, forget it. None of this yeah. counts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> None of this matters. Like I'll see him again sometime and be like, Hey, I had a mask on last time. And I couldn't, didn't know what, what we were talking about. Um, but welcome to Wayne Fetterman, the first Wayne I think we've had on on this program. Um, let's just go through and talk about you for a second here. Okay. Uh, I was telling Doug and the listeners in the cold open that, um, you know, I send out the Wayne signal. We couldn't figure out what the Wayne signal would be. Yeah, but I, I send out the signal and you show up and play piano unrehearsed along with me who I, I, for the most part do not sing. So it's just, you just accompany my stand up comedy and it's something that we do. We've done it a few times in the last month or so. I really, I thought the last time it went rather well. So I was, I think we're getting into a little bit of a rhythm. It feels nice. I think, well, I think when it goes poorly, it, that also is rather well in my book because I just think that, uh, you know, as long as everybody seems to be having fun, you know, uh, that's the, that's the main thing. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, the punchlines aren't necessarily there. They're not as, they don't come as fast, but, uh, the rewards are just, you know, endless because music makes everything better. Now it's interesting. You said the Wayne signal, because I used to live in a big three bedroom rented house in West Hollywood. I don't know if you ever went to any of the parties at my house. Probably, probably not. Did you? I, I think I did. I think I did. Yeah. So we used I think to call... I did. <laughs> yeah. No, there was a big one where a lot of comics showed up and uh, we used to call the house uh, Wayne Manor. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't stately, but it was, you know, for <laughs> it was young comedian. It was pretty good. Yeah. They, you know, they tried for a while. Uh, Batman tried using a Wayne signal, but he found that the whole city would realize, Oh, it's, it must be Bruce Wayne that they're looking for. <laughs> and so they changed it to a bat instead of a W. Oh, but, I have to uh, say as a kid, I was so into Robin as a kid, you know, but I'm old enough to remember that like the TV series, like Burt Ward style. And I just, I just thought that character was so cool. Um, award. First of all, I didn't even know what award is. <laughs> and his name is Burt Ward, right? Burt is an interesting yeah. name for, uh, you know, when we met him, he's, he's like a teenager, right? His right. His name is Burt. <laughs> <But> that's, <laughs> that's hard to, uh, to picture. Um, but so, uh, how do you know how to play the piano like that? 
<laughs> I feel like that was I think the greatest insult I've ever heard. <laughs> also what I mean by that, which is like you, you, you obviously, you, can, you know, you can sit down and just play stuff, but it's there's there's limitations. Um, yeah, I'm self taught, self taught on the piano, and I sort of yeah. just, I don't know, I like playing. I'm, I came from guitar. Uh-huh. So I like lick recognizable licks. So I basically, that's what I like to play on the piano. Like imagine or Benny and the jets or Bohemian Rhapsody or that Maroon five song that yeah, I called yeah. five for fighting the other night. Cause I was so tired. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, I don't know why there isn't a, a you know, five for fighting Maroon or Maroon <laughs> five Maroon fighters. They should really get together and form a, a super group. Um, but yeah, well, also, you and used to be on guitar, that's when you're Wayne Fender men. And uh, <laughs> a little, little guitar joke for everybody out there. Um, history of comedy, what's the, what's your deal there? You've, you've uh, studied all of comedy? No, no. <laughs> this is where a lot of people get it wrong. It's the okay. history of stand up. A very, okay. very, yeah, very narrow line, area of the big cloth that we call comedy. Right. But that's what gets people get confused by it in general. I've been to countless stand up comedy clubs where the walls are adorned with pictures of people that were famous for doing comedy in, in movies and singing. Right. Like Laurel and Hardy and Lucille <laughs> yes. Ball and stuff. Yeah, yeah. silent movie stars are on the walls of so many comedy clubs. And I get it. Yeah, they were a form of comedy. But guess what? Back when Harold Lloyd was hanging off of a clock, <laughs> there were people telling jokes. There were stand-up comedians who were also out there doing their thing. And that's what stand-up comedy is. Exactly. It's, I it's remember a competing art form with uh, falling off of a clock. <laughs> Am I allowed to quote another comedian on the show? Or is that taboo? No, please. <laughs> well, I remember. No, it's just and the great Andy Kindler. He used to have this great joke when whenever we would play a club and there'd be a picture of like Charlie Chaplin or somebody like that on the wall, yeah. and he'd always say. Why bring them into this? Why yeah. drag them into this? <laughs> yeah. He didn't do anything to deserve to be here at Chuckles. <laughs> it is. It is also kind of a crazy legacy. It's kind of like, um, <laughs> you know, like if a. Uh, I don't even. I can't even come up with a good example right now. But it's really like that's. It's true that they, it's so he is like he changed the world, and then you know he's on the wall in comedy club. With, right. Uh, he said you know, right. dick jokes are going on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, Charlie it's like, Chaplin, and this week Bobby Collins. It's just like, come on, guys. It's not. I, <laughs> I swear, one of the rooms. I think it's in the original room. Uh, when the, the signal to get off stage is when a light turns on on Buster Keaton's face. <laughs> exactly, exactly. At the comedy store, I always it always confused me so much. It's like, what does Buster Keaton have to do with stand up? Like, like talkies ruined his career. Like the, the, the two the two fields didn't intersect at all. I know. All right. I think Harpo's at the comedy store, right? All those guys. <laughs> Huh? Huh? <laughs> he's even... his horn. He's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> you know, that was you that's where the guy. expression that uh, that one note that he was one note that was the, where that expression came from. Are you serious? No, it's not. It's not. I just made that up. 
<laughs> I know that's perfect. That's perfect, though. The, that's what really? I didn't like about Harpo. One note. That's a good joke. I just wrote that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great joke for all those kids out there. I know exactly. <laughs> I love Harpo. All, all Harpo is to them is Oprah spelled backwards. Exactly. You know, Oprah was supposed to be Harpo spelled backwards, but it's really the tables have turned. Um, Okay, so history of stand-up. So yes. when, do you, when do you? How far back did you have to go? Like when did it start? Technically, well, there we nobody really knows because a lot of this sort of came out of unfortunately minstrel shows. So nobody wants to talk about that. But I, I, I basically point to this guy, it's full named Artemis Ward, who was doing funny lectures in the in the 1860s, early is that, 1860s. Is that Burt Ward's great-grandfather? <laughs> Very good. Nice. Somebody's <laughs> listening. One of the Dougs is listening to me. That's all I can I'm not going to mention names. Uh, oh, I, I knew. The, I got all of it. Yeah. So Artemis, <laughs> I, there was something back then called the Lyceum Circuit, which was these small theaters and experts would go from town to town, talking about botany or mythology or the Revolutionary War, slavery. It was kind of like TED Talks like that. So they had that at that time. And it was a big thing. Like the mid, there was a rising middle class and people were trying to get educated. And so he, he said, ah, maybe I can make fun of this. He was already a famous comedy writer. He had written these newspaper letters to the ad, like letters, funny letters. And so he started touring and his whole hook, Doug, this was his hook. He did this thing called uh, Babes in the Wood. And that was the name of the lecture. And then it would start and he would never get to Babes in the Wood. Everything was like, <laughs> a, you know, it's like almost like Kathy Griffin. Like it was sort of a tangent of a tangent and a tangent, but he never gets to it for the whole hour and 20 minutes. And and so that's so he toured the country. He could, you know, and he made like. A lot of money, a dollar, you can get a dollar a ticket for people to see this famous comedy show wow. and, and ended up going to England and then very much for on brand for 1800s uh, dies of tuberculosis at like age 32 or something. <laughs> like that. Well, you know, like that's what they did back then. Yeah. Well, there was a guy, Tom Hanks played a guy that, uh, you know, back in a uh, covered wagon, uh, you know, Wells Fargo times who uh, would go from town to town and just read by candlelight with his tiny little weird glasses. He'd sit there and read the tiny print of uh, like newspapers to mm -hmm. the, to all the people who would gather. And they were uh, illiterate because the people were illiterate. Yeah. And also they wanted to, you know, learn about what was going on in, yeah. you know, in the world. And uh, uh, he'd come in and be all fancy and read to them. It was just like, that, oh, what was, that movie called, was that movie called Castaway? You know, it's called uh, <laughs> News of the World. Really? But I actually have never heard of this. I was trying to make a case against Tom Hanks recently somewhere. And, you know, I love the man. I think he's great. But I was like, you know, he's really, you know, made some stinkers. But then when the person wouldn't agree with me that Larry Crown was bad, I was like, well, I can't. There's no yes. this argument because that movie's indefensible. And he thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah. And that was uh, 
the weird thing that was Bert Crown, his kid, who made that argument. So <laughs> bringing back the Bert. Uh, yeah, that movie is not good. But I just this is a new thing I'm doing, Doug. I don't know if you're, and this is for either one of the Dougs. <laughs> Thanks. I don't. I don't know if I am for fun watching reaction videos of people watching movies that I love. Do you have any idea what this genre is? I knew that it existed for music, but I didn't know they were doing it for movies. And by the way, music is how I got into it. Cause I started when, you know, they're like, Oh, they're going to play. Yeah. There's those two kids, those Collins two thing. black yeah. kids that would listen to Led Zeppelin and be blown away by it. Shit. Right. Right. So that, that, that was a whole thing. And that's how I got in. That was my Falcon's maze into the movies. And now there's some really smart, fun people who are uh, just, it's just fascinating watching the movie through their eyes. I can't tell you how enjoyable yeah. it is for me. And the whole, the whole, you know, it's not the entire movie. It's like, it's cut down to maybe, you know, 20 minutes or something, the, or 25 minutes. Oh, so you kind of hear the highlights of the movie playing yeah. while the person watches and, and they sort of make Comment. their comments. Yeah. And sometimes they catch things that I never caught. I was like, oh, I guess I'm asleep during a lot of these movies. But it is really there's there's this girl. Yeah. And but you saw things that they didn't see also. Of course. Okay. And of course, there's references they don't know. And I'm just like, that means that the Eisenhower was a president. You know, they don't yeah, know. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> where, are you, where are you watching these things? I, it gives me great joy. And I'm no, where? Where? Oh, I'm sorry. On YouTube. <laughs> Why, Wayne? Why? Why? Why would you do this? Oh, please, Wayne, tell us why. <laughs> For the love of God, why would you? <laughs> where? Where? No, it's YouTube. It's on YouTube. Okay. And, and so what do you, how do you go about it? You just type in uh, movie reaction. reaction, reaction to, and then almost famous. Yeah, you could do almost famous. You could do Jaws. You could do Exorcist. You could do. But the one I, the reason I'm bringing it up is because I saw a couple, like one of the, the biggest ones that everyone tends to do, I guess, is Saving Private Ryan. Ooh. And so, why you? Tell me you. Is That's not like... <laughs> well, I mean, like, first of all, you're not... It's not going to be fun watching somebody react to that movie. It's not like there's jump scares or something. Or, or laughs. No, but it's just interesting people's reaction to... Obviously, that first scene is so brutal, but then... You know, the mission and the, the dialogue and the guy, it's, I, again, it sounds super lame. I get it, but it is extremely entertaining. And there's a, like I said, there's this girl, Mary from Australia. She might be in her twenties. She's like watching these classic movies and they're like, and, uh, there's a guy named Shaw. He's like, I don't know how old he is, but he's like just this funny nerdy kid. And really, and it's really into like he's into right now. He's watching every Bond movie. Okay, so you find somebody whose personality you like, and right. then you and and maybe even the what the approach to how they're they're filmed and everything. I'm sure production quality. Yes, yeah, very wildly. But you find one that you like, and then you can you follow that person through their journey of seeing all these things for the first time. Exactly. Does that appeal to you at all? Or do you feel like that sounds like a waste of time? 
I have mixed feelings about it. I kind of liked it, the the idea of seeing some of these classics in a shorter version, because especially if you're watching it like on cable TV, it takes hours and hours to watch some some movie that you're like, well, I just sort of wanted to get the the, gist? the, the bullet points, you know, like, uh. Uh, <laughs> you know, where there's like a lot of downtime, a lot of stuff that doesn't really matter. But like, obviously, that's varies so much from movie to movie. Uh, like, you know, like somebody put out like an app or something that says you can look at it and it goes best times to go to pee during a movie. But like that's still <laughs> one person or people around a desk, uh, you know, a committee uh, deciding what part of a movie is boring enough to go pee during. But that's everybody's opinion is going to be different on something like of that. Course. You know? Of course. There's yeah. not like some absolute like, oh, this is the scene because this, this and this are, aren't happening. So then obviously you could just go pee. So uh, anyway. All I'm saying is I don't I don't trust anybody else's judgment. I know <laughs> it's not really about that. I'm just saying two of the, there's a couple of them are girls, so obviously I mean you know enjoy watching cute girls. Uh, but the the guy is he's really smart and like when he watched the Bond movies, he's like oh they brought the scenic designer I mean the the set designer back for for uh, you know the man with the old or. The, the spy who loved me or something. And he's like really into who directed it. Oh, this is a guy Hamilton movie. I love it that he did this movie. So he's really smart kid. And it's just, I feel like I learn a lot. I feel like you learn a lot about like film schooly kind of stuff. Well, it's just nice to see some of these films and songs be passed down to the next generation. And there's that too. Cause you just yeah. feel like, you know, there's an existential dread to like oh everything i ever cared about doesn't matter anymore right it's tiktok <laughs> exactly all exactly. that matters <laughs> exactly so it's i mean i think that's part of it as well i assume that's why old people watch like oh i hope you like uh, magic carpet ride by steppenwolf because i like that song <laughs> yeah, yeah well, some yeah. So, that's the thing again going back to the, the power of music is i just uh -huh. think that like some riffs and some songs they're just like you know if science wanted to get involved they'd probably be able to tell you which ones like you know oh, i say everyone Trigger. cannot everyone cannot resist like just the the you know it just pushes a joy button in everybody you know, I mean, obviously there's killjoys. I mean, there's people that claim to not like music, which is the most in insane thing a person. That is insane. Insane. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> and, I mean, say you don't follow it. You don't know who the artists are. I get that, you know, but uh, this blanket, I don't care for music. That's just. This is, this is my insane. guess. This is my stupid guess is that it has something to do with the way the music is hitting their brain. That it's just not enjoyable to them. It's the, just noise somehow. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that that's got to be it, right? Because anyone that hears it the normal way already, I'm calling <laughs> these people abnormal. Uh, that, Which is it, people it, with souls or without souls, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know who these people are. I I don't, I'm not know. into music. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not into music. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, Larry David the other night on his show was complaining about having to go to a concert, but that that I understand because right. because of, of how loud it is, and he has the whole situation with having to put tissue in his ears and then forgetting to take it out. Oh, okay. 
So then he, then he goes, you know, there's conversations people are having where they don't, the other one person can't hear it's like, but they think they agreed to something, you know, typical yeah. uh, curb craziness. Um, so that's good. That takes me right into beautifully, but should, we should say quickly that yeah. the reason I kept asking about history of standup is because you have a podcast. Yes, I do. Yes, that I do. covers that very subject. Mm-hmm. The and history we're getting, we're, of we're, comedy. We are actually gunning up for our third season. You will Whoa. be, you will be a guest to talk because one of our episodes is about South by Southwest. Oh, and Lord. Another episode is about competition shows including last comic standing. I'm not mistaken. You went oh, to Minnesota man. to be on that show. I went through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's what we want to talk to you about and we'll put your clips in there, ours is a very, like, it's like radio lab or something. It's not like this. Yeah. Where you just, you know, chat, but, <laughs> but thank you. I know you said, yes, we haven't done it yet, but I can't wait to hear your memories of those two things. And we can do it just like this. This is yes. all I need to do is talk into my phone. Yep. <laughs> no, because like a lot of times I agree to do something and then they're like, oh, we need picture and we need, no, no, uh, no, no, no. you know, we need you to, uh, we need you to have a better phone. <laughs> no, this sounds perfect. This sounds perfect. And you, yeah, you can talk right into your phone. You don't even have to sign a release. You can sue us later. We leave. Oh, all this open. is heaven. This is perfect, <laughs> perfect gig for me. I like these gigs that are like a little, you know, something you can put in your back pocket for, you know, if you need it in the future, you can sue them over uh, exactly. sign a release. <laughs> exactly. It's like, a, it's, it's called an annuity. I don't know if you're familiar with the investments, but that's, well um so so okay so that got that out of the way now i wanted to talk about your acting because um, yes. we've discussed this before uh that you uh you're in a lot of things but just in one scene yep in in movies yes in tv in sometimes i transcend a little but in movies sure. basically yes yeah i mean there was like a whole how many, how long of a period of time was uh, Larry David had issues with his neighbor, Wayne Fetterman? It was just two episodes. Two don't episodes. Make, don't make it bigger than it is. Okay, but it's two episodes, but it was also a lot of, uh, you know, name checking you first and last name. Right, yeah. Which is also such a confusing thing about that show because so many famous people, uh, you know, you, if you tune in midway through an episode, you're like, is that Carrie Fisher or is she playing a character? Mm -hmm. you know? You know, you don't know what they are. Like Ed Asner was a character when he was on, uh, and uh, I played his nephew, so I'm supposed to be a character also. But then I was in a scene with another actor who knew my real name, so he just called me Doug in the scenes. So then I became uh, Doug in the credits. Right. Um, was why am I picturing Julia Louis Dreyfus in your uh, yes. episodes? She is. She is. Oh, that's she crazy. Is. <laughs> it's the sixth episode of the show, sixth episode of the show. And I uh, played a guy who was fanatically in love with her, a fan and also a lawyer and one of the worst people on the planet named Dean Weinstock. <laughs> oh, you didn't, it was, they went, they didn't, they called you Wayne Fetterman on X-Files. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Now I, I got my classic television confused. Well. <laughs> Pardon, pardon me. <laughs> Speaking of names, can I give you a little piece of trivia about Dean yes. Weinstein? Yes. Do you yes. care about this? You, we, yes. 
the name Weinstock was named after Lotus Weinstock. Do you remember oh, her? Comedian. Yes. Comedian and also the last girlfriend of Lenny Bruce. Whoa. Yeah. And mother <laughs> of Lily Hayden, the great violin player. Yep. That girl is cool. Her mother She was, was also cool. the new Gidget, right? Wasn't she the new Gidget? I think maybe something like that. Yep, but I think yep. now she just focuses on music, maybe. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, Lotus Weinstock. Hadn't thought of that name in a while. She was she was a super nice lady when I was you know when I was uh, knee high to a grasshopper. Okay, again, is this like a million years ago? <laughs> no, it's just just like a minute. <laughs> is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's confusing these terms now. I know. The exaggerations <laughs> that people get into, but uh, I, 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 it was a while ago because she passed away. Uh, yeah, I believe. yeah, it's then that's been a while. Yes, I believe in the early nineties, maybe even. Yeah, um, I haven't thought of these women in forever, but like I used to see them at like one particular like. Uh, silly coffee shop show you know how you just as a stand-up comic especially yep. in, in los angeles there's just stage times at the weirdest spots and so i'd always see them there she'd be doing stand-up and then her daughter would get up and uh you know play the uh yep. uh violin and uh sometimes harry dean stanton would be there i think <laughs> Did he ever get up and sing? Because he can sing and play yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that's what I mean. He'd get up and wail for a while. And it's sort of like it felt like a dog to need to be let outside. And um, it was uh, quite a fascinating scene. Wow. Do you remember what coffee shop that was? I, think, I swear it was in Beverly Hills. I think there was a place in Beverly Hills. Like if you went there, you had a pretty good chance. You'd see Harry Dean stand. There's a pretty good chance he'd start singing at some oh, point. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he was on, he, he was a guest on Doug Loves movies one time and it was uh, like one of the craziest things ever. Cause it was uh, maybe not the last place he wanted to be, but it was, wasn't, you know, cause I wasn't know he, on, sometimes wasn't he on get... his list of places he'd like to be. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and were there any layups you threw his way that you were like, he's got to know that he was in cool hand Luke. Right. Well, we played remember it. that. Oh, right. There's a game that we used to, I used to be called last man standing. And then it became last man Stanton because of the legendary (laughs) time where Harry Dean Stanton played it. And we played with his own films and he almost didn't win. (laughs) (laughs) He pulled pulled it out in the end. He pulled it out and he played. Remember what the final, but he also rubbed our faces in like, he, he acted like pissed off that we didn't know more of the names of his movies. Um, I, I don't remember which time it was that okay, uh, okay. put him over the top, but you know, each of us probably said like three or four before, by that point, you've got a dozen Harry Dean Stan movies. And then it starts to get difficult if you're, you know, anybody, but Harry Dean Stan. And then he managed to think of another one, but it was, uh, the whole episode is very, uh, very tense and therefore probably pretty entertaining to listen to. Of course. All right. Well, check it out. This sounds like a classic. I I don't know if I'd call it that, but uh, you know, it's, it's behind <laughs> a paywall. So good luck. Oh, um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Can I my, ask you I, I along just, those... I just sold a couple of them. I think what, 
<laughs> yeah. Can I ask you if you if there is there one is there one episode where you're like this was the craziest Doug Loves movies ever? This was peak Doug Loves movie. I can't believe the stars aligned for this episode. It's incredible, better than I could even imagine. Like the one. <laughs> wow. I kept changing my answer as you went along there. Oh, I'm sorry. Really, <laughs> I had more information. <laughs> really, yeah, it really disqualified a lot of uh, ideas I was having because that's really, that's a super, super duper lofty one. I don't, I don't know because there's been so many and for the most part, I, I, I love them. You know, there's not. Yeah, of course. Uh, but, you know, just in terms of like, everything going better than you expected it to, even though you thought it would go great was when uh, John Lithgow was on. Oh, Ooh, yeah. we're talking. He was just everything you'd want, you know? And then in a similar, in a similar light, if, you know, if people go back and look it up when Chris Evans was on, uh, oh, he, he would uh, get drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he, he, you know, at least now he's better at it, I guess, because now he's appears as himself all the time. But back right. then, he was he, back then he was real shy about appearing as himself. So uh, he would, you know, drink a lot at the shows, and he did it twice. Uh, I was grateful that he did it a second time. I, I really thought we only got him the one time, but uh, yeah. So that's so that's interesting to listen to, just because it's captain america getting drunk <laughs> so good so good no I, I, can i say that you are in my book i wrote a book of the history of stand-up and i talk about uh your movie podcast as one of the forerunners of the podcast stand-up comedy convergence yeah yeah i was just there a brief the just brief brief message brief mention but it's I feel like it was important. It was, you know, I, well, I appreciate I, it. I appreciate it. There's a lot, there's a lot to have to mention when you're writing about the entire uh, history of standup. Right. There's a whole, yeah. Chapter it's on complex, Judy Carter, complex Judy Carter world. book. Um, yeah. See, it's crazy. <laughs> there's a lot to it. <laughs> yeah. You just stop me, somebody in the street and go, Hey, you know about Judy Carter? They're going to be like, no. And you're gonna be like, well, it's part of the history, man. <laughs> you got to read up, man. You got to learn your history. So speaking of learning and yep. law school, which I have just brought up, um, legally blonde. Ah, yes. My fave. Is your character, um, is your character mean to Reese Witherspoon or more just like, just doesn't think she's qualified? No, just the opposite. First of all, I'd never interact with Reese Witherspoon. Okay. <laughs> I'm part of the, thanks for remembering my scene. It feels well, good. No, that's why I'm asking you because I don't really remember. <laughs> no, okay. I, I, I was like hoping that you interacted with Reese, but then, you know, and especially now that you say you don't, I realize it's, that you do not interact right. with You're like talking to other people, other people on the board and yes. Luke Wilson. No. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen this movie? <laughs> yeah. Is it Luke Wilson in it? Yes, but he's yeah. not on the Harvard board. Okay. Now, I'm so on the just, Harvard admissions board, right? Yeah, who else is on, who else is on it? Nobody, nobody. I well, but nobody Anyone from the cast of Succession? <laughs> I, I wish I'd see, I've seen that show, but I haven't seen an, an episode yet. 
Although I, I am trying to learn Brian Cox. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no Brian Cox. There, I did. I am trying to learn that theme on the piano because of the other night. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so real quickly is we're on the board and she sends in a videotape with her in a hot tub. So of course the board member of all guys, all middle-aged white guys are just like, we're flipping over trying to any, we're like, we're always looking for diversity. We've never had a, you know, a fashion major. And then she's like, she made panties out of, you know, something. And I was like, Oh, she's a friend of the environment. She, you know, <laughs> so anything to get this hot girl into Harvard. So that's basically it. But my joke is, the thing is, if we she doesn't get into Harvard, there really isn't a movie. So I feel <laughs> like that whole movie is about me in a way. <laughs> it's about how your your decision as a member yes. of the patriarchy. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> how in this That's one particular case, in this case, your sexism helped to advance women because because a woman that shouldn't be advancing did just because she's beautiful, but then Fortunately for everybody, it turns out she's also qualified and breaking that glass ceiling. Yes, exactly. We would, that was, that's a great way to put it. It was a visualization of the patriarchy and the, uh, and what was great for that movie for me is, uh, Raquel Welch is in the movie. Oh, right. Yeah. And as a kid, I had the, whatever one billion year one, one million, million years. BC, yeah, yeah. yeah i had that poster up on, in oh no no head. it was it was one minute bc oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just knee high to a grasshopper at the time, <laughs> and, yeah so that was a thrill needless to say i've had a couple of those where uh, there was like a woman i was really into as a kid i got to act with the other one was somebody named Haley mills Oh, oh, from a parent trap. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Wow. He played both parts. Yeah, so she's uh, the kid, yeah. And then she was in Parent Trap when later they did tri with triplets, and I was in one of those. Oh, dang. It was called, I call it, it's called Parent Trap 3, Hawaiian Honeymoon, but I call it Parent Trap 3, The Heretic. <laughs> Is there, is there a uh, director uh, who, like, you know, whose films, like, are, are you, are you like, you know, De Niro and Scorsese, are you somebody's muse? Like, is there somebody that has used you the most? Oh, yeah. Uh, Judd has used me. Has used me how, many, how many Judd Apatow joints three. Would you, are you in? You're three? Three, three but he also produced um, Step Brothers. So I think he had, sure. might have had a hand oh, really? in me being the blind neighbor in that. <laughs> hey, so yeah. How about that Adam McKay? Can you believe what... Uh, I know. His deal? Like, it feels like he makes the movie. It's uh, going to get Oscar nominations. Like, I know. He's, he's, he's such a hot shot now. Yeah, he's a very passionate guy and super fast and funny. Has he ever been on Doug Loves Movies? <laughs> yeah, he was on Doug Loves Movies. And uh, he said something that, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I still like the guy, but he says something that, you know, just pay, hurts me a little bit every time oh, I no. think about it. Because uh, when he was on, I said something about liking the movie La La Land. 
And he said, you really like that movie? And I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, I thought you were kidding on your Twitter account because you won't stop talking about La La Land. Because I seriously, I did like go on a run where I just would say something about La La Land every day on my Twitter. But Mm -hmm. it was totally sincere. And he thought that I was just uh, fucking with and hated La La Land. That's why I kept talking about it so much. (laughs) And he didn't like it, I guess. I apparently not. I oh mean, my God. Like, you know, he decided that it wasn't good and that it was, you know, that was funny that I was uh, so into it. It's interesting, <laughs> Doug, because we lived through this because I'm also huge La La Land fan. Yeah, it's great. And the reviews for La La Land were superb. And then yeah. right before the Oscars, there was this immense backlash against that movie. Do you remember that at all? I do. I, you know, I remember that, uh, you know, it was like a, a kind of a slam dunk. Oh, this will yeah. be best picture, especially since the Oscars love splashy musicals is just sort of their thing in general. And they just don't happen anymore. You know, like, like right. I guess Chicago won best picture when yep. they made that. So like, uh, you know, it just seemed like just an easy choice. So like when Faye Dunaway said the wrong a title at the end of the awards, La La Land, it didn't seem wrong, but it also was a bit of a surprise because everyone really felt a wave against I know. La La Land. I, and that, but it was just against it, how white it was and also how it was so white and also oh. about jazz. So it's like, it's cultural yeah. appropriation. It was also oh, super white, you know? So it was just, it was the Oscars so white season. Like they were, you know, so... Uh, politically a moonlight was the way to go and then to fuck it up and say the wrong title just made the whole right. thing worse yeah, that didn't help that did not help <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was an incredible moment but anyway i, I love that movie but you know, so I do like i music. i like you know i like musicals they just don't make them any of them so it's easy to win me over with a musical i'll probably like this west side story that steven spielberg's making even though it just looks like he's just making the, he's just making the same movie like with just know. you know I slightly could. less slightly less arty cinematography because that movie had some really uh cool stuff in it especially in the like uh kind of opening scenes with the overhead shots in New York yes City. yes that was incredible there's even like a sort of an overture before they even get to those mm-hmm. helicopter mm-hmm. shots or whatever they are um yeah co- co-directed by the way that movie yeah, and, and but this one, just Spielberg should give both those other guys co-director. Robert Wise it. and uh, Jerome Robbins, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, yeah, because it seems like it just feels like uh, just like Spielberg watched that and then just shot it with new actors. I don't know, man. When I saw the trailer, that shadow thing he does when the two gangs are meeting looks amazing. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. You also put E.T. in it, so I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, my, and also my. Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing is that Sheriff Brody shows up also, so it's... <laughs> I know what a gang member looks like because I've seen one up close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, wow, we still got to ask you some questions, Wayne. We haven't really interrogated you. About, no, I, li- I like riffing. By the way, do we have to event. cut for a commercial? Somebody said that might happen. I definitely think that needs to happen. That's what we're going to do right now. <laughs> we're going to finally take a break 45 minutes or so into the program. And uh, we'll be right back after this. No flipping. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're back. We're here with Wayne Fetterman, but you knew that because I'd be weird to just jump all the way to this part of the program without listening <laughs> to any of it or, or without reading the description. Like, how did you get here without knowing that this is Wayne Fetterman? And um, where were we? Oh, Can I say up- before, no, before we even go on, the, uh, the nod to the Larry Sanders show, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, growing up Wayne. Yes. How did you do that? I mean, <laughs> like, is that a good name to have as a young No, lad? it's terrible. It's terrible. Why? I never, I, I mean, I do the joke that it means diminish slowly over time. I do that joke for years, but <laughs> the real, the real problem with Wayne is one, it's more of a sound. It's like Wayne, like that. And it's also right. the word wait until you get to the T mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of times people are like, wait. And then it's like, Oh, I've already turned around because I've heard the way part. Yeah. So it's really, it's, it's just a way noise. to go. <laughs> <laughs> you can't walk by sporting events without constantly turning. Um, yeah, it's really, <laughs> it's really bad. It's like if your name was Hay or something, it was just like, come on. Yeah, yeah, so it, like they, they, you know, like uh, <laughs> Wham comes out on stage and they're like, "Wake me up before," and you're like, "Oh, I thought." <laughs> oh, geez, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, so that's it's we have the same issue with Doug. It's just a it's just a random noise when you try to say it in a loud nightclub to somebody uh, who Doug! asks what your name oh, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug! or with Doug! a mask. Yeah, with a mask on. I was like, Doug, my name is Doug. All right. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. But Fetterman, you like the name Fetterman? I yes. Think I think it's a cool name. Uh, you, Some of your uh, social media, you you got just Fetterman, right? Yep. Somewhere? Yep. Yeah, I'm Insta yeah. Fetterman and Fetterman on Twitter. Yep. Yeah, just Fetterman. And I, I, there's something about that. It's like, you know, kind of sounds like a superhero. Kind of, like I said, Fender <laughs> right. guitars are cool. Um. What about, is it, how ethnic is it? Did people treat it like is a terribly ethnic name or does it, is it, uh, I think, I think the there's cool a, I think there's the, uh, this, I was going to say the smell. I think there's the, uh, the feeling of Judaism around that name a little bit. It just has that. So, but it could be German or something like, I guess, I don't know, but right. I'm Jewish. Yeah, exactly. But, but you know, any man, Berg, Stein, you know, yeah. they tend to 
be a part of the Hebraic persuasion is Woody Allen used to say. Or maybe because you don't hear Fetterman as often as a lot of the other uh, Jewish oh, yeah, yeah. last names, like you know. Cohen or Steinberg or something. Yeah, you don't hear uh, as often. So maybe that's another thing that takes. I mean, I'm not trying to say that, you know, one Jewish name is, you know, more Jewish than another. But there is still, uh, you know, we. So wait, you're saying Moshi Lips Lipschitz is <laughs> more Jewish than Fetterman? It's the same amount. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I guess they are, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not necessarily the one to judge. Them, oh, I love it. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, but you know, it is an interesting uh, question with in terms of like so put together Wayne Fetterman, all of that information. When people get that, do you do you feel like? as a as an overall name was it helpful or didn't didn't matter i i don't quite get the question sorry <laughs> i guess did the fetterman liking that did that balance out the wayne a little bit oh i got you i got you thank you oh the other doug comes in with the save i get it um, <laughs> uh yeah 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 i do th i did think it had a nice alliteration to the whole thing and here's a little piece of trivia, because we're doing a okay. lot of trivia today. There we ready? Go. This like is it. what I was trying to drag out of you. <laughs> I was not born Wayne Fetterman. That's an adopted name. Oh. Yeah. My were... real name is, I was born Wayne, and it's going to be hard to say, this is why I haven't gone back to it, was Wayne Monchin, M-O-N-D-S-C-H-E-I-N. Monchin, which means moonlight. Monchin. Yeah. That oh, are you favorite. sure it doesn't mean La La Land? <laughs> oh, that would be Wayne Bruce, and you were like, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> that would be too much. Uh, yeah, so Wayne Munchin was my real name until I got adopted as a kid. Yep. Oh, okay. But you got adopted by the Fettermans. I got adopted, yeah, yeah. My mom married a guy named Fetterman, so he adopted the four kids. That was the youngest. And... Okay. Yeah, and one of my brothers changed his name back. Actually, brother and sister changed their name back when they could. So, to Manchin. And but any um, any explanation for why uh, how the name Wayne was chosen? No, that's a great question. I don't know. I think it's one of those like in Judaism, you're sort of named after like some dead relative. So there might have been, you know, a Juanita or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just make that up. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a Jewish. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, but thank um, you for asking, Doug. Yeah. We're just, you know, we're just really. Were you born? Were you born Doug names. Benson? Are you born Doug Benson? Yeah. You know, Douglas. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, we've gone, we've gone deep on, uh, you know, what happens to the L A S yes. in, in most, most Doug's drop it. But what about, but that's a nickname thing also is dropping part of your name or adding a Y, but as you were saying, like shortening Wayne just gives you way, which is, that's not really shorter. Right, so my, my, kid, mom, let, my nephews call me way fed. Okay, I like that. Yeah, and kids, when I was growing up, someone called them, would call me feds. They would call me feds okay. a little bit. 
Okay. Um, little. That sounds like a little narky. Yes, of course. You know, <laughs> little, little. You know, but it sounds cool at the same time. But you know, it's also like uh, like they don't trust you. Right. It could be also Fed. It could also be a a federal penitentiary or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Nothing federal is good. Yeah. FedEx. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, the first company I ever dealt with that didn't take cash. I remember that was they were they had an was, office. Was, it was Federal X. It was Federal X. The first time I ever was, they were like, we don't accept cash in this little store. Remember, you would have those little FedEx stores like on Sunset. Yeah. And I went in there and they're like, no cash. I was like, oh, click. You know, anytime something is new, like the first time I was able to use a credit card, same kind of thing in a candy machine. I was like, all right, this is new. This is we're on a parking meter. <laughs> no, it's like okay, things are a change. Times are a changing. We're Bob Dylan. This. Yeah, I refuse to put my credit card into a parking meter. I I, I run I run inside and run back out. If there's no any change. No way. <laughs> That's not true. Mine got stuck in a meter one time, and it was I had to like hang out there for like an hour until I didn't want to leave my card. Just hanging out in a meter in case somebody else took it it's, it was horrifying wait you couldn't it wouldn't budge yeah like it just got stuck in there like it went too far oh, yeah. like yeah it was, so yeah you're right to not do that no, was it always... ever go ahead <laughs> I just, just going back was it ever really was the business initially called federal express yeah and then they eventually they shortened it to fedex because the offices became smaller <laughs> and they wouldn't take cash. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was federal. They got Express rid of the cash. They didn't have time for all those other letters. I think they were trying. Space. Yeah, I think they were trying to make it by using the word federal, like like this is a substantial business and you can trust us, right? I think. Yeah, I and then there's also Kinko's FedEx. Oh, which was just like Kinko's, like giving up because who needs a place that only does printing? Right. But they, know, there's but still a little printing action a little bit. There is some printing action. There it's, is. It's there, there's also bit. there's also coin collecting and baseball cards. Okay. Buggy whips. I get it. I get it. These are old things. <laughs> um, also, they can't call you, you know, they can't put a Y on Wayne. Wayney doesn't make it. Right. I've heard, I've heard Wayner. I've heard people call me the ER. That's just such a like those people like <laughs> the the effort they're putting in and then failing at the same time. Right. Uh, you know, it's just uh, I, I want to I would like to see that. I would like to. That's the fun thing about like in Twitter when somebody does, you know, something like that, you can you, you, know, you get to see it. You get to see other people tell them how dumb they are. And uh, I wish there's more of that in real life. I'd like to see footage of someone calling you Wayner. And then the look on their face, like they've accomplished something. <laughs> it must be just, just absolutely spectacular. Now, speaking yeah. of Doug, I was on a show called Doogie Hauser. Is that close? Oh, yeah. Well, I think in that case, his name was Doug. And that's why his, he was nicknamed Doogie. Uh -huh. And so that does, uh, that does. Do you guys you get, in. you guys get doogied ever? Ever since the show, I think yeah. prior to the show it wouldn't have happened, but yeah. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it happens. It's a, you know, people like to, there's lots of different variations. People like to, uh, to throw at us, but what about, 
other than participating in a Doogie Howser. Yes. Uh, what uh, what Dougs have you known, show business or otherwise, that are uh, okay, memorable let's... to you? Okay, just just off the top of my head. Obviously, Doug Flutie, the quarterback. Obviously, okay. Dougie Fresh, the rapper guy. So these are these are you've had uh, you've interacted with them both in some neither way. one neither one I just know their name I just know famous Doug Douglas just, no, this is the ones you these aren't ones you know of these are ones you've known personally okay then it's just Stanhope um, right comedian Doug Stanhope is he in did he give you some history of stand up no but he is mentioned in the book he is I do mention him in the book. Um, what does he get mentioned for, for having, for like creating a comedy scene in a tiny city? No, no, that I didn't go that deep. Um, <laughs> I think he, I, there's a whole section where I talk about the history briefly, just make a list of comedians who kind of got a leg up by participating in comedy competitions. Uh, I see. Going back to uh, Eddie Cantor in 1890s. Wow. So that was the first amateur nights. There was no amateur nights before then. And so, and then I think he did, if I'm not mistaken, the San Francisco comedy competition. I think he came in second or something like he did yeah. rather well. Is that, yeah, that right? Sounds right? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's because I wanted to include him in the book, but I was like, I was like, I didn't know how to quite shoehorn him in. Cause he's had such a gr great, unique career. Yeah, no, it's a, you could have put him in for di several different, uh, like, uh, achievements. Give me a couple um, other besides this comedy scene in Arizona or, you know, probably most improved of all comedians I've, oh, I, that I've ever come across. Really? Yeah. I mean, there, there didn't seem to be, you know, when in his very early days, when I first saw him, I, I just felt like, Oh, is this, is, you know, is he going to figure out, I wasn't too, I wasn't worried for him, but I was just sort of like this guy, you know, I don't know if this is going to work out. If this He always had kind of good stage presence, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, it was just very different when he was young. I mean, I, I met him a long time ago. I was like one of the feature acts of a four act show at the Riviera in Vegas. Oh, wow. And, yeah. uh, and it was uh, it was a crazy time, and you know. You remember just... the other two acts besides you? <laughs> yeah, I do. It was Hugh Fink and Tom Martin. Oh wow! Yeah, I know all those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we all just teased Doug Stanhope the whole all week long. Oh no! And, uh, uh, you know, and uh, I mean, now we, we, I mean we've all done well, but he's probably done the maybe. You could argue he's done the best, so it's pretty funny. Yeah, he's really prolific. Was he doing the thing with the beer where he would pretend to be coming? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, I know, yeah, I the, do. I know the other Doug is like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> no, no, Ballard, no. Uh, he yeah. knows it. Anybody yeah. that's out there in the clubs and seen Doug stand up, seen him shoot beer everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a real, I, I, I don't think he does it every show, but it was a real, uh, a real staple there for a long time. Um, Dude, I can't believe this. We've run out of time. Yep. Yep. We were going to have five questions for you that we each wrote. What? Yeah. We each, uh, both are we allowed to go into bonus time or no? Do I have no, to come we back? Gotta go. We well, got to go. Everybody's people have things to do, you know, like I uh, gotcha. All right. 
you know, producer Ryan's got stuff going on. I gotcha. Got, well, first of all, Doug's, Doug's got a Doug's getting Thank a you. new dog. Oh, we did? I, Doug, we didn't really talk to you that much. I was just oh, no, sort of no. going down memory lane with Benson. Fantastic. I had such a good time. Oh, I love that was, it. That was a fun. Oh. It went by fast. We, you know, that's, I don't mind making, you know, turning you into a two parter. Okay. Uh, you know, we could have you back some other time. Um, t- all right. Whatever you, yeah. whatever you want. I'm very curious about these questions though. Well, probably what's going to happen is the next guest will get your questions. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll just, there was a guy on last week. His name's Doug Caro. We, we wanted to ask you his questions today. Oh, I see. I see. But we didn't even get to that. There's just so much to talk about. I know. I'm easy. Look, Doug, I've known you a long time. We have a lot. Easy, easy stuff. We didn't even get to talk about uh, whatever that licorice movie I just saw yesterday, two oh, days li- ago. Licorice Pizzah? Pizza. Pizzah, yeah. Licorice ah. Pizzah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Yes. I'll tell Director you. Director we'll Magnolia it. and Boogie Nights. This one also takes place in the Valley of San Fernando. Correct. And uh, I don't need to know anything more about it other than just Wayne Fetterman's stamp of approval. Yes. All right. Nice. Nice. I'm going to see it soon. I'm going to see it very soon. It opens uh, Thanksgiving weekend, I think. Yep. You get the Fetter stamp. Okay. (laughs) All right, gentlemen. Thank Uh, you so much. I've had a blast. What would you like to plug here at the end? Uh, Nothing. Nothing. I just, I just happy to be here with you guys. I don't have any agenda. There's no agenda. All you right. got season Insta- three of season three of the podcast coming soon, right? And the book, maybe. Yeah. If you're interested in the history of, it's not a long read. There's only 140 right. pages, but the whole thing's in there. Insta Fetterman on the Instagram, just Fetterman on Twitter. Yep. And Doug Mellard on all of his socials, M E L L A R D. What do you have to plug, Doug? Uh, I'll kind of work backwards. I'll be in Denver at Comedy Works downtown with dan cummins uh the 18th through the 20th and then we're at the rialto theater in loveland the next day the 21st and i'll be headlining the Velveeta room here in austin the 26th and 27th but this weekend i will be with you at warehouse live in houston texas yeah all those dates for november of 2021 for anybody listening right. to this <laughs> a later date uh, but yeah, this weekend, uh, t- two dogs for the price of one at the warehouse live in Houston at 420. And uh, I think I'm going to get one or two other dogs. It's hard out there, Wayne, to find uh, people named Doug, comedians named Doug, uh, Doug's named Doug. It's like uh, not a popular name anymore. Yeah, I, I, it's one of those. I bet. It'll come back. It'll come back like um, Maury and Morty and all of those old fashioned names of dead people that you have. You know, if if Olivia Munn and uh, John yeah. Mulaney name their baby Doug, it'll make a big comeback. Exactly. That's all. It only takes one. Oh, by the way, can I promote this? Is I can't believe I do have something to say. OK. Uh, December 10th and 11th, I'm going to be in Glendale, Arizona. Oh. At a club called Stir Crazies. All right. Stir Crazy. I don't, I've never been there, but that's it. That's what December. Are the dates again? That's a Friday and a Saturday. That's December uh, 10th and 11th, 20, okay. 
21. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's my first that's my first weekend out of town doing stand up since the pandemic. Since oh, what wow. yeah. yeah. I just I can't believe I forgot about it, but I was having a good time just listening to you guys talk about going to <laughs> Well, I'm going out and doing stuff too. Yeah. Douglovesmovies.com is where you can get all the dates. And uh, you know, we end every episode, Wayne, with um a uh a phrase, some sort of title uh that has the the name Doug in it. And uh in honor of you and our discussion today, I've decided on this. Thanks for listening, everybody. As always. Legally dug. <laughs> 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 <laughs>